Welcome to Slacker Motor Radio with Brad and Addison. Based out of the Pacific Northwest, we're talking motorcycles in the motorcycle community, and we're excited to have this hour with you. Here we go. How's it going, Addison? Oh, are we just starting? I don't know. Did you push record? I did. Man, uh, you are on, the on it. Today we are ready. We are late, but ready. Uh, late's relevant. It, it is. Re- yeah. Relative. Relevant? It's also relevant. It is relevant. And relative. Relatively relevant? It's a relative that's relevant. That's good. I'm good, to answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things are good, man. I've, uh, you know, not... Wish there was more time to the Father's Day weekend than just one weekend, but uh, nonetheless, it's okay to be back at work. And it should be two weekends. Is that what you're proposing? I think it should be all year. All year. I mean, fathers do everything. I think we're lucky to get a day, maybe. <laughs> That's true too. I think the uh, the other side of that argument would be that uh, mothers should get all year. Yeah, and, and to some. To some respects, that's true. You know, I agree with both arguments. I think kids just should stop getting what they want. And parents get everything they want? That's right. Yeah. That's that's how it should work. That's good. I tell that all the time. My kids ask who I love most, and it's always their mom. <laughs> it's never them. <laughs> I love them, but I picked her. I ended up with them. Yeah, well, you know, you loved her before you were <laughs> before you were dad. So that, I guess that's that's fair. I don't see anything wrong with that. I love how you put me farther away from the mic. It's like you anticipate me being loud or something. Yeah, you yell all day, every day. I don't know how people work around you. I don't either. That's why they put me in a different building. That's true. They did give you your own building, <laughs> mind you. Just to clarify, your mm, own building. It's where my building. You're off. Uh, I'm going to remind all everybody alone. else that as well. Then you should. Okay. Yeah. Don't leave you alone. That's my building. Yeah. Okay. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> how you doing? Doing anything fun for Father's Day? Oh, man. Just uh, kind of relaxed. That was about it. Uh, did a little bit of stuff around the house. Did a little bit outside. You know, worked. I don't know. It was Father's Day, I guess. It worked? Yeah. On yeah, Father's Day? At, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Hopefully full, not at work. Weeds. You're talking about working at home. Yes. All right. Thank yes. you. Oh. you. You scared me. Usually I, I take a day off, but uh, I don't know. I kind of just wanted to work in the work outside, pull a little yeah. weeds, do something. I hear you. I kind of did the same thing. I ended up being one of those days. I'm like, you know, I could go out in the garage and work and get some yard work done and these things I need to do and just use the fact that the kids are being very respectful and letting me have some time to get all of that done. So yeah. yeah. I hear you. But uh, you did something pretty awesome on Friday. I did a couple things. Friday was a good day. Friday, we might as well just call Friday my father's day. Because okay. it worked out well. I left work a little early and uh, went to a Yamaha demo day. We'll get into Ooh. that later. Oh, later. I think that should be our topic Why of conversation. Later? Uh, but from there, the more important father's day portion of it is I took my, uh, my middle child at six oh. out to ride his PW50. Really? So we. So com- you traveled way out into the woods. And- yeah, we commandeered the uh, high school field. Oh, oh, cool! <laughs> I think it was a baseball field, if I remember uh, correctly. Well, there's technically three. Two are gated and well maintained, and the other one's just sitting there. Yeah, intramural fields. We'll call it that. I don't know what it's for. Yeah, yeah. I don't go to high school. What did the guy that yelled at you uh, say it was called? Uh, baseball field. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> he wasn't overly specific as to why I couldn't be on that one. <laughs> Uh, I mean, truth be told, I wasn't on it, so he was yelling at the wrong person. Okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, we took my six-year-old out, and uh, he has been practicing to ride his bike without training wheels correctly, and getting used to brakes and and these things that uh, you know that are more motorcycle centric than sure. bike centric at six years old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've been kind of going down the hill of our driveway with him, just modulating the brakes to understand that input, so he doesn't just throw himself over to the handlebars. And okay. Been lining up, I guess you know, a couple of a couple of weeks, maybe even a couple of months now for him to get ready. And we went out Friday and took him to this field, and he, I mean, fired the bike up, kind of got him used to it with just little enough that I could run. Had the uh, set screws, little governor throttle governor on on those PW50s, so I could set the throttle to just almost nothing. Yeah, just so he can get used to that feeling of letting it pull him. I could see that obviously he needed to go fast enough to keep his balance because walking along with it wasn't fun for him after like three seconds. Yeah. <laughs> so we gave him about quarter throttle. Yeah. And he uh, just started going, right? Mm-hmm. He was, the balance part was good. He got that within seconds, even yeah. out there in the bumpy, yeah. nasty outfield of that field. Power through it. And he just, yeah, just kept going. Uh, struggled for his first corner. It was the longest sweeping corner I've ever seen. <laughs> he basically <laughs> needed the entire field to turn around and come back towards me. Yeah. Uh, but once he kind of did that and got used to turning, we set it to half throttle and he played around, went down once, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of got the handling got off on him and the front tire bounced around till he kind of kicked out and fell low sided. Okay. Uh, but rode a little more, got back on the horse and we, uh, yeah, gave him full throttle and he ran around for a good hour after that. Mm-hmm. After about a half hour, he was just spinning cookies around the, you know, running in circles around me. Yeah. Um, it was good. He loves it. All mm-hmm. he talks about anymore is wanting to go out and hit the dirt trails. So mm-hmm. that may be our, our summer. Your near future. Yeah, yeah. That that's going to be our summer. Is we're going to go out and basically run the trails. When all the guys go out dirt biking, I'll run home and grab him, and we'll just cruise up and down the dirt roads mm-hmm. for a few times. I don't think he's ready for single track or anything like that. But you know, you keep going out, and if if that's what your cons- your summer is consistent of, I mean, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, there's we'll no complaints in that. I'm sure. Tool around and going out with your your kid and having fun. That's going to be awesome. So that'll that'll be the key. Is we'll get out there and subsequently, my oldest is suddenly re excited. Really, he's made comments about wanting to come out when we go out again. So I call this just a win all around. It's yes. uh, it was one of those moments sitting out there as a father that you know I'm just beaming from ear to ear. I can't can't hide that smile as he's learned to to kind of do something I enjoy and yeah doing well at it and having fun with it. So I think uh, I think it'll be a fun future if he and I dirt bike it for Oh, that is awesome. That so is awesome. My youngest is upset that she's not quite there. And oh, yeah, I intended to bring that. her out, but we practiced long enough that I knew, you know, if he's going to be out there for an hour and a half, she's going to just be bored. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll ha- I'll bring her out so she can kind of get a feel for it. But she can't quite hit, touch the ground yet from, from the seat. So it's it'll be harder. Yeah. Where she's at. But in a year, year and a half, she should be right on par. That so is awesome. We'll end up with the whole family out there tooling around. And the wife. whole family? Yeah, why not? Did anybody buy, you, you know, I mean, you had something maybe for the whole family to ride. Kelly, though, I mean, you had this. Is she going to be out there riding with you? No, I think she'll, uh, we'll see. We're we're talking about getting a, a tent trailer or some form of a, of a RV. Oh, you did mention that. Did so you go look at it? We did look at a couple this summer or this summer this weekend. Really? We will be continuing to look this summer, but uh, we looked at a couple this weekend. Uh, everything kind of in the price point I want to hit is yeah. worth about the price point I'm willing to pay, which yeah. 
That one that I looked at is more you go, work. Did you yeah, go look at it? So there's one that's pretty pretty rough. Okay. Uh, and it was just as rough as it looked in the interior. Mm. If it was just patching a couple holes and some of the exterior issues, but you look around and the wood was pretty chipped and torn up and Yeah. I enough can tell that, that uh, couch had a little bit around that first. Yeah, and I was kind of okay rest. with that and in some spots the wood itself had no like real rod or issues. Good. But, but it was just not more work than I would want to put into it. Things were not necessarily still attached. Mm-hmm. If it were running down the highway for long distance, I'm sure things would bounce around and just get worse and worse till it fell apart. So. And it had different wheels on it. Were the tires different? Did you look at that? Oh, no. I didn't even get that far. Really? I, I thought I sent the, you the a backside message. of it. Okay. Wheel. I saw the the one one side. I didn't look at the other. The other side was a different wheel? Yeah. 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 So one was all rusty and the other one was aluminum. What was the one on the back? I don't know. Steely? I gave up once Kelly looked at it and came inside. She decided she didn't want it. Oh. It was a quick decision. I let her. I mean, she's the one. This yeah. is the reason we're going from tents to trailers. So For sure. You got to get everybody on board. She didn't want to sleep in it. Then, you know, she was willing to make it a project and we could be ready. But she basically said this wouldn't be to her standard till the year after. Mm-hmm. I'd rather spend a little bit more and just get one that's ready. Yeah, so for sure. Doesn't need to be top of the line, but needs to be fully functional. Right. And we'd be good to go. So but we'll with see. a tent trailer and you pulling it with your truck, you guys can still load up a few bikes yep. and go out wherever you want. Still could put two, three bikes in the back of the truck. Mm-hmm. We could, uh, you know, I kind of like the idea of those tent trailers, little toy haulers up front. Oh, tempted sure. to go that route. It's yeah. a little bit more, but I can see us getting a lot more use out of it. And the only fear is if we're actually going to go mm-hmm. camping as much as we say we will. I know if we had one, I would use it when I went overnighters for motorcycle, you know, dirt bike trips and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Beats camping in a tent or camping in the back of the truck. Sure. We'll see. That's a whole separate conversation. And when I get one, we'll, I'm sure we'll have some overnighter excursions to talk about. I'm looking forward on to the hearing podcast. about it. But, uh, yeah, I ended up doing that. Watched a little, uh, a lot of racing again. Still. Oh, all right. Moto America was in Utah this okay. last weekend. So. Seems like you've been to Utah before. Been there. Been to that track. Really? But it's in Tooele, Utah. So I've seen that track. I used to. Work real close to it. In, okay. it worked in Tooele, so I'd pass that track basically in and out of work every day. But watching that race, man, it's, they've changed it up a little bit. It's a tight race. That was fun to watch. Really? A lot of uh, passing last few laps to fight for position. It was a fun race. Yeah. That Moto America race, uh, Moto GP race there was was pretty fun. So enjoyed that this weekend. Lane and I got a lot of, got a kick out of watching that on Sunday. Kind of recorded them and watched them both on Sunday. Sure. Cool. It was a good weekend. A lot of motorcycles. Got some work done on the uh, GL 500. Did you? Uh, finally broke down and it took everything away from the engine so I could pull the uh, valve covers off and okay. check the valve clearance, exhaust and intake on both sides, all uh, all eight exhaust or all eight uh, valves. Mm-hmm. Good to go. Right in spec. Just yeah. a little bit of resistance on the correct mm-hmm. on the correct uh, feeler gauge and then uh, reset the timing or the cam chain. Okay. tensioner because uh, you got to adjust your valves to a certain position to do that or you're supposed to i'm sure you could get something out of it by doing it anywhere but right do it right you got to get to top dead center in the correct stroke of the correct side so you can't just guess really um so you got to pull that valve cover on the left side but uh got that reset it seems to run a little li- a little quieter i think that really? was a lot of that so how far off was, was it getting. now the valves or yeah. the cam chain tensioner? No, the cam chain tensioner is a little harder yeah, to you tell. Can't but tell. the valves, yeah. They were all dead on. Were they? Yep. I when you pulled it apart, you never had to do anything. Nope. Didn't have to. I mean, it's set screw and, you know, lock, I guess it's lock nut and set screw, so it's not 
not hard. Mm-hmm. I could have quickly adjusted anything that needed it, but no, they were all pretty much right on. I mean, there was a little bit of difference in resistance on all of them, but yeah, it didn't just slide in and out of any of them and it didn't get stuck in any of them. So it was close enough. I wasn't going to go screwing with it unless there's a clear sure. difference, right? It was yeah, within yeah. a thousandth of a millimeter. I mean, it was... Mm-hmm. Close enough. Okay. <laughs> I didn't, didn't need any screwing with. So. Okay. Okay, that's Got fair. that done. The other GLs all gutted. Engine's ready to come out. It actually looks pretty cool. I've got, uh, well, I got the tank and carbs and everything's oh, really? out of the way now. It's just literally I got to unbolt the six bolts, it's eight bolts to the engine and mm-hmm. should drop right out. So everything's kind of moving in a forward direction there. Okay. Now, did you decide to check the valves and everything else on that one? Nah. Really? I can do that at any point. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I figure I'll I'll pull the engine off and see what's going on with it first. And mm-hmm. I'll do a baseline. With the engine out, I can do a baseline of all of that, check the valves. Mm-hmm. and I mean, there, there's a uh, basically a cover, screw cover on the front that you can actually turn the crank with, with just a 17-millimeter sh- socket. Sure. So you don't need the wheel. You don't need the drivetrain. You don't need anything to, to mm-hmm. go ahead and adjust that. So I can spin the engine and check all those clearances and check everything, timing chain and all of that with it apart, just the same as I could on the bike. So okay, the goal will be I'll make a, I think I'll make a cart for it for the engine. Really? I was looking at it. It seems pretty simple, just okay. to make a, a little two by four cart that I can set the engine on and move it around out of the way in the garage. Yeah. All of my other engines have always just been on either little stands or metal bike stands or something that. You know, it's more permanent. Mm-hmm. Having it on a little roller cart would be nice to, as this will be probably a somewhat slow summer project. It'll really. So, are you going to do this on an elevated roller cart? Just by default, will be what a, a caster size up, and then it's you to what four inches above, well, three and a half above that, and then. That's being bent over, man. Yeah, it'll, I mean, I've got seats in the garage, so I won't be on my knees doubled down, doubled over it. But okay. I also, okay. yeah, I probably won't be at, you know, at waist height by any means. Okay. I was just curious. Just That's curious. That's more space than I got in the garage. That's more space? Yep. That requires more space than I got in the garage. Oh, okay. Okay. So now take up over I thought you were supposed space. to get that scooter out of there. Yeah, that's uh, that's the plan. We'll see. I've had a lot of bites. This weekend, I didn't really put any focus in it. Okay. Had three or four more emails, but I just was ignoring them this weekend. It was Father's Day. Okay. So the real question is, did you try the Magic Eraser? Not yet. What? That was your Mission America. Am I supposed to do that? Yeah. AFV style. Come on. AFV style. Yeah. Yeah. Mission America. You've never watched America's Funniest Yeah, I'm not. This reference, though, escapes me. Oh, Mission America. They would always put in little things like, we need more cat versus dog videos. Or, you've, come on. Okay. I digress. Whatever. Mission America. Well, we'll see. I'll, yeah, at some point I might do it. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't care that much. Come I don't on. think it's going to increase the value much. The issue it will. Right now no, is come on. Presentation no is everything. That's Presentation fair. is everything. You're right. It probably won't increase value, but it might increase it, the speed at which people come to look at it. It already has a plate. And if you sell it to somebody in Oregon, why does it matter? That's also fair. Does it? Probably not. No one's going to... I mean, it depends. If you were commuting it from... You know, you're home to here mm-hmm. from where you live, right? Someone pro- might. At some point, you'll probably get pulled over. No. I'm all back roads. If you're commuting from where you are here, 
Sure. I'm just saying, at some point you might, but if you're just running it around town, yeah, no one's ever going to. I rode it around town for a year. Nobody said a word. I went to the hardware store many times with that just because it was running and excited. You know, it's fun. It's more fun than getting in the car for a quick shot because it does. It's warm in like seconds. Those little tiny 50cc motors. Yeah. I mean, it's ready to go the second you kick it. By the time you can get a helmet on, it wants to go. Okay. Which is nice. My. Well, you don't even need to kick it now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. The other bikes take a little longer to warm up, so you got to make a whole thing of it. Okay. But yeah, that thing is like, ah, I got to go to the hardware store, kick it and run. But uh, yeah, I need to get that out, make a little space. Yeah, well, then you'd be good. You'd be set. That would open up a fair amount of space in the garage. Get that out and better arrange the dirt bikes now that they're both ready to go. So the question is, are you going to start trying to list your GL500 parts, your spare parts bikes? Yes. already took pictures, got that already. I uh, kind of didn't methodically do it, just took a bunch of pictures and tried to... My thinking was the cases and rear trunk, because they're all keyed, mm-hmm. would want to be sold as a set. But I cannot okay. find anyone online selling them as a set on eBay currently. So can At least you get... as of like 2 o'clock today. How, so how hard is it to replace the lock set? I if somebody already know. has one and they're replacing it with yours, yeah, that's, is it something that if you give it to them unlocked? It should be really simple, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it should be simple. It's just a latch. So I guess you could have duplicates made of the key and send it to them. So, so that's what I was going to do is just make a bunch of you know the cheapest key sets I could, a bunch of 99-cent keys to go with them. Okay. Um, but I, you know, my thought was if I was buying the set, I'd want it to all be keyed to the same key. Whether it matches the ignition or not, I'd want to be able to use one key for all three bags, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I don't know how difficult that would be to, to reset the locks. I guess I could look at that, but I just don't see anyone else doing it. Everybody seems to be single, you know, single sale items. So all my pictures are a set for that. So I've got everything ready for the rear bumper mm-hmm. thing, rear bumper rack, chrome accent piece. Yeah. Uh, and everything ready for the uh, front fairing all those pictures are ready to go okay so getting all those ready to to go up uh probably i'll put them up on slacker moto but i'll also have them just on ebay basically yeah. so good um either way i mean obviously it saves everybody money at slacker moto but ebay seems to have a lot more people right looking for things for sale for a gl 500 so uh, i imagine they'll sell through there but save some money and go to the straight to the website um offer up yeah, I get, I'll throw them on Craigslist and offer up. I just don't think that's the place to sell a niche bike part. I don't like know. That. Yeah, it could be. I guess I'll throw it up there and we'll see what happens. But I foresee eBay being a much Somebody more... might want to turn them into a planner. Yeah, I thought about that even, just mm-hmm. using them as garage storage, nice cases. They are nice cases. Yeah. I have no problem with that. But, uh, yeah, everything's kind of getting ready. I'm tearing that down. I've decided I don't have any use for the exterior components on that bike, so... We'll see what happens. I'll, yeah, I'll get rid of them, good. and someone that needs them can use them, because I don't need yeah. them, and i got no reason to hang on to them. No, well, they, they take up a lot of space. They do. Uh, the fairing takes yeah. up a lot of space, yeah, even I off bet. the bike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hang out from the ceiling or something. I wasn't sure. I, the cases I could put up on my on my racking in the garage, but the fairings are sitting on the floor taking up you know basically the entire space for the PW50 mm-hmm. <laughs> and one stupid fairing. You never know. So, I mean, that one could be taken and used and retrofitted to anything. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's literally just four mounting holes on the bottom, and it's bolted up. I guess a couple of front mounts, but it's pretty basic on that one. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. Um, But yeah, you were getting into it earlier. I also 
Friday went uh, went yeah, to a demo I day. I can't wait. Uh, this is what I've been waiting for. You haven't told me anything about this. I got a couple pictures. That's Yes, I did send you some pictures to figure out why you weren't there. Yeah, you told me you were leaving and then you didn't say anything <laughs> else to me. I said I'm going to ride some Yamahas. I know, and I figured you were going to go ride with your kids. But no, you actually went to a demo day. I did. Was I... it just this one right next door? No, it was up in uh, up in Vancouver, Pro Caliber. Okay. At the Yamaha truck there. Okay. And uh, So you took a recorder, so we're going to have sound bits, right? Nope. What? None of that. I probably had it in my bag, though. No excuses. In hindsight. But uh, no, it was more of a fight to get on those bikes, man. It was busy. Was it? There were a lot of people riding. Okay. Um, so, so what I was the there, popular bike? I got there 1230-ish. Okay. Meant to get there at 11, but work is what it is. Sure. And uh, ended up getting there a little bit later, trying to take a half day. Didn't quite get there, but that works. Um, and there was an there was a crash on the first ride of the day. Somebody Someone crashed hit some gravel on a corner that it was obviously the first ride. So the the trail leaders, the guys running the group, obviously weren't aware of that gravel because it was the first ride of the day. But uh, someone was on the XSR 700, which was one of the bikes I wanted to ride. Really? And laid it down. So they had that in the back of the truck. It didn't look bad. I could see it in the back of the truck, in the semi. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it just got laid down at maybe five miles per hour. I mean, it just had some scrapes uh, and scratches. But still, they want to be safe. They want to inspect it. They heaven go forbid the brakes are it. bad or something bad on it. They don't yeah. want you to ride it. So yeah. they had that out of commission. Um, but I got there in the next ride. They were doing lunch for the for the guys that were running the show. Okay. Um, for the guys? Well, it was their lunch, right? There was an hour between rides. So the last they few rides were finished. They didn't have lunch for everybody? And they next ride, they did, but that oh. came later. Oh. I don't know why, but it, they didn't start cooking lunch till about one thirty. Okay. Which worked for me, because the next ride was at 1, so I just hung out looking around ProCal and looking at the bikes. Yeah. A lot less bikes than they've had in the past. Really? Their inventory is a lot lower. I was surprised. Usually that place is just plumb full of bikes, and uh, they're definitely touting the dirt bikes right now. Mm-hmm. And there's not a ton of other inventory. I don't know where they've hidden it or if they've got it stored at some facility somewhere else. That's interesting. But I don't think they've had... Maybe they had a crazy spring of sales, but... That's fair. There's not a lot floating around in there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I hear them talk about and see more bikes on their website than were in the building. So they must have a storage facility somewhere. Or out back holding a lot of these. It was probably holding the dirt bikes in the winter. Yeah. And now it's switched out or whatever it is. It seems like now would be the time for all bikes. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, I I was surprised that the the street bike availability, especially in the Yamaha section, which is usually just rows and rows of Yamahas, was yeah. pretty limited. Wow. Uh, so not a ton to look at. Uh, basically, spent my time back in the accessories and okay, and looking at parts and not components the for these builds. Not at I BMWs. might need. No, I kind of went and looked at bar different bar si- shapes for the GL and different okay. things I might use. Okay. Um, then the half hour came and went pretty quick, jumped on an R3. Okay. So I've never okay. been, never been on, never tried the sport bike game. Okay. So you went with small. That's at, okay. At That's 1 fine. PM basically it was an R3 and a whole bunch of cruisers was what was available to ride. Okay. So I decided that I didn't really have any use. I've done the Indian rides, didn't have much use for a cruiser. I'm sure I'm, Yamaha would be different. It would have been interesting compare and contrast, but okay. So the power R3. output I assume would be similar. So I decided I was out. For a lot of beginners, the R3 is a, the bike of choice. It Some a, sort of a 300, 250 sized bike. It was interesting to ride. Right. Now, I don't think that they're at the same performance level that the old 250s used to be like. I think they're higher. Are they? It wanted to run. Did it? It was pretty good. Because you look at the old, let's say, uh, the 250R, Kawasaki 250R. Sure. That one actually 
is better off the line than okay. the 300. And that's, that's why fair. I bring it up. So low is end... because the old one was the was the bike of choice. Okay. So low end torque might be better. I, I don't know. But Zero once to you wanted to rev time, it out. Really? Once you wanted to rev it out, it wanted to run. Okay. And, okay. I mean, I've done a couple of demo days now, and I've decided that I just ride bikes like I stole them because that's how you should. Uh, that's I how I knew that the scout new was bikes. Fun. The first time I rode the bikes yeah. at the demo day, there were new bikes, and I wanted to be all ginger with a, you know, with a break-in period of a bike. Yeah. Now I've decided it's the bikes that they're bringing for us to play with. Yes. So I should play with it, not do anything stupid, and you know, wheelie. Yeah. And well, yeah. It. That's you got to do. You got to use your judgment. Ride yeah. it pretty hard. So I didn't. You know, I rode the R three, basically seven k and up. Okay. Okay. I kept it yeah. in first and second gear. Even when we were going 50, 60, it was in second gear. Red line of 15 or? Red what's... line is, I think, was it 13 or 14? It wasn't crazy okay, high, okay. but it was high. Yeah. Higher than I'm used to by a long shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and above that seven, there was definitely a, a hard gap between, you know, zero and seven and seven and up. That it, okay. it didn't, probably was as responsive as my GL500 from zero to seven, which is subsequently about where the 500 red lines. Sure. But uh, <laughs> once you broke seven, it had some legs. Okay. It wanted to go. Woke up a little bit. Um, it was fun enough. It nice would be and light and nimble. Tame, I mean, how would yes. it have been in so that the, was the problem. Is it, it was pretty tame with the roads we went on. Uh, but these roads weren't overly twisty and they weren't high speed, right? 50 yeah. was about the top of the speed limits. Okay, we so went did on. you guys – okay, what was the course like? We've talked about this in the past. So I mean, the did same they take course you that Yamaha did last time where they okay. came out. We basically kept going east back into the farms. Okay. Some twisties back there. We cut back oh, cut back south a little bit so we hit a crossroad that we then followed, which twisted kind of winded back into Vancouver. Good. And then right back to, to Brocal basically. Okay. So we ended up you know, seven or eight blocks south. But after going maybe five miles east. So did you see the gravel spot that they had mile you at? Trip. Yeah, there was definitely a corner that looked like it was probably the corner that we would lose traction on. Really? There was a corner that was a little gravelly, and I could see it myself that I wasn't going to rip through that corner. Right. Did they slow everybody down through that corner? It was a stop sign. So I think somebody was late in the group or whatever, just keeping up and hit, cut a little a little uh, short. Okay. Right? If you didn't go wide on that corner, you'd... Mm-hmm. You'd be in. I mean, it's not gravel, gravel, but you'd in a, be in a slick spot. Okay. So, what is the what is the hard. praise and what's the negative for the R three? I think if it was more twisty, then the nimbleness. I tried to you know tried to kind of leave myself corner gaps so I could really rip on it. Props to the guys running the show. Okay. His, okay. His name was Ashley. Okay. I don't know anything else about him. He was he seemed German or Bavarian. He had he had an accent that seemed kind of Western European, Midwestern European. Sure. The dude was awesome. So I ended up, the R3, because it wasn't a very popular bike, was the second bike in the lineup. Well, yeah. it was the first on one side. So he grew up, jumped on, and pulled up front, and I got to ride right behind the guy running the show. Okay. And he couldn't shake me, and for some reason still wanted to try, even though it was a demo ride. Really? Now, he could have. He was on an FJR 1300. Okay. So once we got up in anything with speed, he could he could have disappeared. Right. Surely. But in the round town, I was just right with him. And we do a lot of group rides. Yeah. So I'm comfortable staggered riding right with somebody. Yeah. You know, I'll ride. We'll go with the guys and I'll ride right behind Daryl or Dennis or and I'll keep pretty close with my bike as close as I can. Yeah. You know, my bike doesn't keep up with their bikes. But this one had legs at high RPMs to keep up. Yeah. So we hit the twisties and I kind of kept with him. And so after I kept with him the first cor- somewhat hard corner, he decided to rock it out the apex of the second hard corner. Oh. And let everybody else do that. Because okay. he, he looked back and saw throughout the whole trail, we hadn't lost a soul. Everybody was at least within the group. There was a little bit of 
gap between people that sure. were maybe less experienced riders. Okay. But everybody's kept together. It was a pretty good group, and he saw that. He told me afterwards, like, I saw the group was good, so I just went. <laughs> and there was <laughs> one awesome. section. I mean, speeds were, you know, 45 top speed. Of course, we kept the speed limit, mm-hmm. but in real life... We we got going pretty good in a few spots that had twisties. Okay. And he enjoyed it, and he was on the FGR hitting it. And so I got a good chance to run out the legs, kind of put it in third, fourth, mm-hmm. and even run it out a little bit. Yeah. And run through the twisties on this. Now, it wasn't tight corners. It wasn't, like, track No, but it situation. would give you a good feel. A lot better than the track I the felt, day that we yeah. went on the sca- on the Indians. Yeah. Yes, 100%. That was a terrible ride. Yeah, that was horrible. Um, And I felt like I never even got halfway to the lean capability of that bike. Really? So that is the one thing that I don't know for sure yet. Haven't tried it, but I could see on a small track. Yeah. Those two fifties and threes would be a riot. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we got to a stoplight. It was really fun with, with Ashley there. I got to stoplight and he lifts his helmet up. He's talking in comms to the guy in the back, lifts his helmet and goes, dude, you're staying right with me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this thing's fun. Yeah. He's like, oh, that, that, he was saying that this R3 might be my favorite just for these little short trips. Yeah. Cause you gotta just tear on them. Yeah. Yeah. And so kind of like you always say with your 250 that you're just always rung out. Yeah. I mean, I was almost full throttle every time. Yeah. I just pulled it all the way and just let it do what it could do. Cause I'm a bigger guy and it mm-hmm. didn't really want to run away from me. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. going to lift on me cause I weigh enough to keep the front end down. Yeah. Right. And, and it was, it was fun to ride. I enjoyed it. I would hate it as a commuter. It didn't have enough power to really feel like I could. Your commute. If, yeah. If I was on Your the freeway commute. and wanted to quickly rip by somebody. mine's all back roads. I mean, you've been on my route. Yep. Your route would be fun. Yeah. But my commute, you know, if I wanted to pass somebody on 14, it would have the legs to do it, mm-hmm. but it takes a little run up. Similar yeah. to my current bike. It yeah. does it a little faster once you're in the RPMs, but it didn't want to just, you weren't just instantly at 70, right? Yeah. What is the top speed on that? Is that 93 or something? Did you on those? I, I don't know offhand. I okay. Speedo went to 120, but I'm sure that's not the governed speed. I think, I, I think I'm thinking of the Honda, but anyway. It, it definitely wasn't the fastest bike ever. Okay. It was, but it, you, I could tell the nim, nimbleness of that bike was yeah. pretty impressive. Okay. I think that's all those small sport bikes. I think it would be a lot of fun for kind of a starter track bike. Yeah. If you were just ringing it out and working the brakes. I mean, we didn't get really get a chance to work I the brakes. I think it all depends on the kind of rides you're going to go on. If you're going to spend time on the freeway, it ain't the bike. If you're going to spend time on the back roads, the historic highways, and go go in and out and be carving around the, the I wouldn't buy one. You don't think you'd buy one? No. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. Okay, okay. So so the negative was that it just didn't have enough. It wasn't enough. Now, an R6, you you double the CCs on that. Okay. And I feel like it would be more than So enough. you've tried an R6? No. Oh, wait. But. Wait, wait, wait. On paper, if we're looking at one and the other, it feels like that would be enough to get into trouble. Okay, okay. So how many bikes, before you get into any more details on any more bikes. I only rode two. You only rode two it bikes. It was busy. I started off with that, but there was a lot of dudes. So I had to wait an hour and a half to get on the second bike. At an that point, I decided it half. wasn't worth waiting till 7 o'clock to get on a thing. So, okay, so you had your bike of choice except for the XSR 700, which was already put away. That's that the bike gone. you really wanted to check out. It was away. Okay, so what were the bikes there? They had So they had – now, Yamaha hasn't come out with much new okay. other than basically one new bike. But they, they had the FJR 1300, an okay. R3. Okay. They had a MTO 7. Oh, okay. 
They had a... You didn't try the MT-07. That I'm one was surprised. pre-booked out. Okay, okay. A lot Keep of people wanted through. to ride that one for one reason or another. Probably the same reason I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. And if there were two, it probably would have been better because it was the same demographic. Uh, they, w- they had the XSR. That's what I mean. Gone. That would have yeah. been better to play off because a lot of them had two. Okay. Uh, they had an MT-10. Okay. Which was also very booked out. And that was fine. Yeah. I didn't need – that would have been a lot of fun. If there wasn't a ton of people, I would have definitely added that to the arsenal. Yeah. yeah. But I don't need I, – I understand that that's more power than I need without really? running it. I could see Yamaha days being pretty popular. Okay. So yeah. what else? It's getting more and more so. Um, so from there, what else? They had the – they had a Tracer GT and just the one Tracer GT this time. You now, know, is that what you – I rode that last time. time. Okay. Okay. Um, they had an R6. They had the the Venture and a Bolt. I think they had two Ventures and a Bolt. So were the Cruisers the more readily available yes. or were they The Ventures just were booked? almost never used. Really? They couldn't get enough people on the Ventures. The Ventures. Now, what do you mean by Ventures? The Ventures, they're big. They're Goldwing. Oh, okay. Okay, That's they've had it for a while. They've had it since Goldwing. the 80s, right? Yeah, they've, they updated it like two years ago. And so they're still trying to up the It might sense. have been the 70s, but it seems like I've seen some yeah. older ones. Yep. It's like Venture Yamaha's... Voyager 2s and such yes. like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's basically Yamaha's Goldwing fighter, right? Okay. Okay. Um, it's a cool bike. I just – I have no interest in that. That's no. not anything I wanted. The dudes running it were from Yamaha Corporate. Okay. <clears throat> they were running the uh, the signups and everything. And uh, they were very adamant that you sign up once and you don't sign up again until you get back. Okay. So – Oh, you know, that's kind of fair. Which is fair for everyone – my argument was if there's a bike sitting there and I'm waiting for a ride in an hour, yeah, why not throw me on the one that no one else picked? Yeah. And their answer was because that's not what we're doing. Kudos to them. They held strong to their policy. Wait, wait, wait. So you tried to do what? I tried to jump on a venture just for the sake of it. Because there was nobody on was it for there. the next ride. I could see. I, I waited over there by them for that and said, yeah. okay, I fi- got finished my R3, went and signed up for the next bike I rode. Yeah. And waiting for that was about an hour. Okay. Uh, and so I was like, hey, nobody's on this. Can I just jump on it? Nope. They haven't done their little pre-ride meeting. I can still get there. Nope. So. It doesn't seem having like you tried very hard. They weren't having it. There was no, they weren't letting anybody do that. Everybody was, you know, other people had tried and I don't know what their reasoning was. That's odd because I mean, that's how it worked with me jumping on yep. the different Indians. I mean, yep. I only, we Indian rode two was bikes. much more lenient. If there was a bike available, they wanted somebody to try it. There wasn't as much popularity at Indian. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was relatively busy, but it wasn't bad. I well, just in, remember Indian's people trying to two people, up right? ride around that and that was scary. Do you remember that? No. When we were at the Indian demo? And they, two, you know, you had the guy and the gal that got on the bike and almost like ran into the barbecue area. You missed oh, that? Oh, yes. I do remember that. Oh, uh, yes. yeah. I couldn't believe it. I'm going, maybe they shouldn't ride. They let him go. I just, I'm just like, uh, I don't know about yeah. this. So when I was on the R3, right, I'm, I'm chasing the dude running now. Yep, I'm chasing Ashley, Ashley pretty yep. hard and having a freaking riot of a time keeping up with him. Yeah. Like, it, that was really fun. He made that an awesome ride. Okay. If I was looking at R3s, he would have sold me that bike. Screw what the salesman would have said to me. It wouldn't mm-hmm. have mattered because that dude rode fun. Clearly knows yes. how to ride. Yes. And he was he was so fun to follow. I was so excited. The next time I tried as hard as I could to get up to the front so I could just follow him again. Yeah. Because he was so much fun. But I got stuck in the middle. But uh, – They do that intentionally. The dude behind me was trying to keep up with us and almost hit me twice. What? When you were on the R3? was not breaking well and I had to emergency dodge to one side, watch my mirrors because he was coming in hot on my right. What was he in? He was on a Tracer. Nope, sorry, a Nikon. 
He was on a Nike. Okay, so you didn't mention that there was a Nike in there. So there's a couple of Nikens, which happened a to couple be, of Nikens. two of them, a GT and a Base. Okay, which are the same bike. One just has, I think, a slightly different tune with regards to the modes. Okay, and uh, bags and a windshield. Don't tell me you got on one. of and those. And that was the second bike I rode. No, I figured there's all these bikes here. I've ridden the 900s. I've you haven't ridden a 600. FJR. The R6 was pretty booked out. Okay. Uh, so I decided I, I've got one more bike before I should get home. I wanted to go take Lane out to go okay. ride his dirt bike. Yeah, that's fair. That's so fair. I got one more bike. What can uh, I you jump got on? on a Nikon. And one of the two Nikons, the base Nikon, nobody wanted because it didn't have a windshield. And I said, I don't care. I'll ride it. Okay. So I jumped on the Nikon. Okay. So, okay. First impression, you just straddled it and you're sitting there. Now, I know that you've done this before at a show where you couldn't do anything. Now, you know that you just got on this bike and you're going to be riding it. What was your perception? First impression is you can't see anything wait, 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 underneath wait, wait. the front of you. Oh, okay, okay. It is, I mean, if, if there was a pothole that, or something ran across, you wouldn't know if you hit it or well, not. Well, you shouldn't be looking there anyway while you're riding. That's fair. Okay. But you couldn't, I mean, it just was a very Low large... Low speed, maneuvering around things, you're not going to be able to see much. No. Okay. And it's a very obnoxious dash it, for a motorcycle. Wait, 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 wait. Ob- obnoxious. What do you it's mean? It's just big. Okay, is, is it different? They've than... got it all... So, so they filled the area. They filled everything. Okay. You can't see the tires. You can't see the suspension. It is one big, giant, plastic dash. Okay. With the general, the normal TFT display that they put on all their 900s. Now, okay. The Nikon's the 900. It's the same 900 triple oh. as all the other bikes. Okay, as the XSR and the front end wise, all different. And everything. Okay. FZ09, yep. same, same, just different So I tunes. knew the power plant and I knew how to ride it. Okay. Because I did that last time. Yep, you figured that out. And I worked that out after three rides on a 900 last so time. So wait, wait, wait. Is it like having a fairing? Going back to the size of this thing in the front, if you had the windscreen, and I know that you didn't for this one, would it be like having a full fairing? Yeah, it's not dissimilar. Okay. You can... Would it have been like a partial... Now, my fairing on the 82 is... I can see through it in many places because it's an 80s fairing. Okay. It doesn't seal up all the little slots. So, it just, it just has new, big holes in it. On a newer bike, basically, there's a whole... <laughs> you know, where the suspension runs through the fairing is a big open hole okay, so you have on a my 82. Fairing. Okay. But on newer bikes, like the FJR, it's not dissimilar, but even wider. Okay. I mean, it's even wider than your average fairing. Okay. But it's not dissimilar to where you just can't see anything down there. Okay, so you're sitting on this. You see this huge thing in and front I, of you, and you can't see anything on the ground. You can't see this very unique, which I think would be my would be sure. the turnoff, is you can't see how unique your bike is nope. while you're on However, riding it, I was reminded by every car I passed. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. We're not to riding it I'm yet. I'm just saying. Every you're car You're jumping I into that, and I'm just wanting to know, you sat on the bike, okay? <laughs> You're sitting there. You can actually move it around. You can kind of move back and forward. Okay, so everything else about the bike is the normal. felt like a Tracer GT. Okay, th- so is it the Tracer GT? Ergonomics, basically. Yes, okay. A little wider bars, I believe, but it was comfortable. It was fine. Okay. It was fine. Okay. Um, it had the same TFT display that the Tracer has. Okay. Now, when I rode the XSR, it was the... I mean, XSR doesn't have the newest display, but okay. it has the same as, as the uh, Tracer. And so I could go ahead and select my ride modes, and I knew what those were because I did that last year. Okay. So put it in sport mode, despite what they told me to do. <laughs> they told me to put it in regular mode or traffic mode. Okay, I- wait, wait, wait. So what were the instructions explicitly that you were given? Did they give you anything special that was very interesting for instructions? So at the, at the ride meeting, before each ride, right, okay. there's like 12 bikes. So yeah, before yeah. everybody gets out, and there would be 10 people because two of them have to be the, the – uh, 
the leaders. Okay. Um, they'll sit everybody down and kind of talk about the basic ride modes. They'll talk about how to turn the bike on. Some bikes are push button. The ventures are push button start. Okay. You know, the other ones, they, Yamaha's now integrated their kill switch to be the start switch. It's no oh, longer on and a button. It is you pull the kill switch all the way down and it fires the bike up. Really? And then it releases back to center, kind of like the turn signal. Okay. It's like a 90 degree turn turn signal on the other side, but now it's the signal that you switch up for off, down for on, and hold down to start. That's interesting. It's kind of okay. cool. Okay. I mean, it, so the they're just walking you through it. something new. Make sure oh, that's fair. Aware I got to teach get the everybody. Bike going, yeah. Right. Um, and then talk about, you know, make sure you're not pulling wheelies and doing anything stupid and. You know, we want you to have fun and really feel the bike, but don't. Did they make uh, any mention about spacing? Try to keep up. Yeah, don't don't fall behind on purpose just to rock it forward. Oh. You know, okay. the, the usual like I mean, we're riding kinda, together. Understandable, but we don't want fine. cars in between us type conversation. Okay, okay, now okay, getting back to the Nikon. Now, what did they, they ask, give you? Who's for riding that? the Nikon? Right? Aha! And another dude and I raise our hands. And did you raise the your hand? The only thing they said was, when you get off the uh, the kickstand. It's like a normal motorcycle. Don't expect it to hold itself up. Okay. Otherwise, have fun. Really? They also mentioned, as much as we want to, not to just weave in and out of our lane because it'll throw off everyone else in our group. Wait, apparently what that's do you a mean? Pro- common problem is they to feel the suspension, to feel the uh, the angle that you can lean on it, mm-hmm. not to just so people will be kind of like, like what is this? So feel a lot like? of guys want to just kind of use I their lane that. and weave I back and done forth. The same. So I they asked us it. not to do that. Yep. Uh, that, that was it. And they told us to get on the bikes. Okay. So that was okay. about all they told us. Nothing, okay. So you're crazy. on this. Were you excited? I was intrigued. You were intrigued. That's an interesting word. I didn't expect much. Okay. It's a bulky bike. Wait, 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 wait. Intrigued and don't expect much are not the same. Well, I didn't expect much yet. It was very, it was a different bike than I've ever, right? Than basically most of us have ever ridden. Yeah. So I was intrigued to find out, Hey, what, what is this going to be like? Oh, there's been a lot of hype and these things have sold out already. I guess. Okay, okay. That's know, irrelevant. That's irrelevant. We're of, talking about the ride. I got a barrage okay. of emails and phone calls since riding it. So Really? If they haven't sold out, they're really trying. Okay. <laughs> okay. So so where are you at in the pack? So I am in the middle. Oh, kind of dead center. Interesting. Dude, two up is the other Nikon. Okay. Uh, dude next to me, one up, is uh, riding an MT-10. Okay. And... We'll get into it in the ride portion, but basically wheelie. Wait, wait, wait. Every acceleration wheelied. No, really? Pop the, he didn't wheelie, but pop the tire So up. when you're saying one up, are you saying one row in front of you, or are you saying that they were riding one up, one person, or two people One on? row in front. Okay, so when so you said not, two not up. row. When you said two up about the other Nikon, sure. there was only one person. There was riding. one person, just okay. two Two, two rows up. in front. Okay. Yeah, he was basically right in front of me. Just wanted we, to clarify that. Because we rode offset, right? Yeah. Yeah. Offset and staggered. Okay. So he was the bike immediately in front of me. Yes. But with an entire bike length between us or whatever. Okay. okay. And so the guy right next to me and in front of me was on the okay. MT10. I don't know who was behind me. I you guess. don't know who was behind you, but you didn't have to worry about didn't this care. like you did on the R3. I didn't care too much. I wasn't planning on... In the middle of the pack, people kind of hold their own game. Nobody tries to keep up with the guy up front. Okay. I could only keep up with the guy. Well, there's a me. reason why those bikes are in the middle. Sure. Okay, right? I mean, they strategically Maybe. place these bikes. No, they do off the first round, but everybody just parks where they do after that. What do you mean, parks wherever they do after when, that? When, you, when we loaded up, people didn't know how to get in line. There was parks just showing up everywhere. 
What? People would just basically bunch them all up, and so then the the guys running the show in between each what? would get them all lined up. People so, were being so were they doing this right in front of Indian, or were they doing it further over? Because they've got three different shops. At further out, it was right in right. front of the the Yamaha. Okay, Honda. so they had it around there. Yeah, right in that front end. Because before it was like you came in, and there was like there was yes. no other place. So this to was park. the entire second half of the parking lot was open to their truck parked along the curb. Yeah, and then just a giant. I mean, there was enough room to park five bikes wide. So uh, people were coming okay. in and they'd get in all the Yeah, we didn't have that before. And they'd say that when we come in. When you come in, just get in whatever's comfortable, right? When you're moving slow, if you're yeah. uncomfortable, just park it where you are. Don't. Yeah. Well, they're less concerned about how you park yes. more so than Somebody where you're parking. Somebody dropping how, how you are parking instead of where you're parking. Yes. Okay. Yes. So they weren't too concerned about it and they were fixing it. But I ended up in the middle of the pack. And we get going. And the first section is kind of through the stoplight until you get out to the, to the Okay. So you get out, you take a right. Get out, take a right, and we just okay. headed basically five miles down that road. Because before we were turning right, we took a we right, and then an immediate right to the freeway. Yeah, but that's not how you did no, this. So we you guys were going out to the farmland. You said so. We went. You know, the first two miles is just stoplights through Vancouver, right? And uh, running through there, the only the only thing, I mean, it felt like a bike. Okay, because the very first turn is a hard right. Sure, I mean it's a it's a slow, low speed. I know, sure. but I mean, but it felt like a bike. Didn't feel different at I all. I rode it like a bike. It felt like a bike. There was no 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 weird feeling. Nothing. The only thing in that first section that felt strange is if you'd hit a pothole with one front tire. Okay, because they were like drains. Well, it's interesting. They potholes. That's a that's a pretty good compliment. If they were able to make it ride, it like felt a normal, very much like a bike motorcycle. Yep. I mean. Getting on it and going, aside from this large gl- blob in front of you, you pull out onto the main road and it's feeling normal. Now, it's interesting that you said that the pothole. That, now, did you intentionally hit the pothole with only one tire? The second time. The second time. The first time I just noticed that the suspension was relatively stiff. And it's probably because I put it in sport mode, although I don't think that changes the suspension on that bike. So now I'm having this debate in my head right here with everybody listening. But uh, well, we can all hear your thoughts because you're saying them. Yep. Good. But, so I don't think it changes suspension. <laughs> so it's just the suspension on it is a little, little heavy. Okay. That might just be to the sheer fact that it's pretty heavy top end with having all the mounting components for four shocks and two front tires and all of that. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, that I hit the first one, it was a little heavy. So the second one, I intentionally straddled. Okay. Where it only only one tire went in, and the other tire didn't. And the the feedback it wasn't bad. It didn't. Throw off so the did bike. you did did it want it to didn't it jerk wrote, to the it rode flat okay but the feedback was weird so what do you mean it's just did you a, feel the feedback on one side or the way that the bike the fact that jolted I felt was half kind of, of a feedback interesting it was it was weird because you could feel the vibration of hitting a full bump mm-hmm. but you didn't get any of the movement of hitting a bump okay, the other okay, tire okay. supported it so right one tire dropped quickly like if you're in a car right yeah, yeah. and only one tire hits a bump the car's not really going to shake the yeah. body won't roll yeah but that suspension is still well, giving well you i'm thinking now if you're in a corner sure and you go over one what is that going to be like that i and i don't know i didn't have that up so so was this worse I mean, okay, so you went over this, and if you hadn't been riding your normal bike, and this was the bike that you got on, and now you're riding it for a while, would you say that this was bad? Probably not. Okay. I would say if I was new to motorcycles. Because if you say half the feedback, some would say that that's it would be good. Very, yeah, it would be very uh, stable. Okay. Feeling. Yeah. Because the bike didn't rock or kick or make any sudden shake or hit, mm-hmm. right? No matter how good your suspension is, when you're going 25 on a road and you hit a... 
a drain, you know, a, a, a manhole cover. Yeah. Right. You get a little shake that you feel in the bars. Oh, you know what you should have done is you should have gone over really a speed bump at that. a 45. Yes. That would have been better. That would have been interesting. But, uh, so that was really the only okay, noticeable okay, okay. change from a normal motorcycle I've ever ridden. Yeah. Is that I could feel and knew that I hit the manhole cover now, with this one tire. Now, all on the main drag. Just a flat, the straight, straight ride. You haven't even got into the corners. Yep. Okay. Okay. From there, we kind of got Stop light to stop light as you come to stops. Feels like a normal bike. You, you have to put your leg now, down and lean to one side and it allows it to do that. Yep. Yep, okay. just like a bike, the I will also say the mapping on it, the I don't think okay, it's a fuel chip, map. Yeah. Okay. But I think it's the gear slipper clutch mapping run up the, the RPM mapping on it. It's got electronic, so it's throttled by wire. Okay. If you start releasing the clutch, it wants to bring it to two K to get you going on its own. Interesting. It doesn't want you to stall it out. And I don't know if this is all of the new bikes or just that one because I didn't ride any of the other ones. But it wanted to to hold it there. And it also wants to sort of it, – it, I don't think it had a true slipper clutch. But it wanted electronically RPM match or at least close to when you were riding. That's interesting. So gear shift, I'm used to kind of rev match and catch. Yeah. Where I'll kind of blip the throttle and catch where I'm at as I release. So I blip the throttle, I can quick release the clutch, and as it blips and comes back, it lands immediately where it needs to be, and I can just ride okay. without any kick forward or back, right? Okay. It okay. limits the the torque input on my body as I ride. And I kind of ride that way with my bikes, Alrighty. that I blip the throttle to catch where I'm at. Yeah. Throttle, you know, RPM-wise, and that, arguably that's not a right, the right way to do it, but I enjoy riding that way, that's, especially street that's riding. That's interesting. Okay. If I'm racing or really pushing hard, I guess I don't race, but if I'm riding hard... Then I'll just rev match and keep rolling in, right? Okay. There's no throttle blip. There's just keep going. I mean, that's how is that how most people would be riding? I mean, that's what I would do. I, w- I don't. I generally will throttle catch. match on a. I'll generally rev match. Do you not? Because okay. if you don't, it wants to. Most bikes want to pull you, okay. right? Want to almost hit the brakes because due to compression braking, right? Okay. When you upshift, I rev match yeah. and go. But the bike was already trying to do something similar to that. That's and it often threw it off. Okay. To where it wouldn't catch right. And I, for me at least, and it was a riding style, I'm sure it's a learned thing on that bike mm-hmm. that would have taken a day to figure out of good riding, right? But I, I definitely noticed a very strange. See, that's auto interesting. I that think I it depends like. on if I'm riding a bike very smoothly and gingerly around or if I'm actually pushing it hard. And for my KLR 250, I was always pushing it. So yep. interesting. Okay. I okay. Didn't, I didn't like it. Yeah, right. I, I right. don't like automatics for a similar reason. It's probably a learn. I, I want to have get control. used to what it wants to do, and you could work around it. I'm sure. Okay, but I, Never I wasn't buy used to it. And Never I didn't buy it. Like no. it. No. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so that's what it was doing at every stoplight. Or any. We haven't even got into the corners, which was nice for stoplight downshifts because it would basically bring you right to where you need to be without an immense amount of of uh, engine braking to torque you forward. Mm-hmm. So it was nice for downshifts for slowing down that I didn't have to rev match. I could just hold the brake and. Shift down and it would catch right and catch right and just keep slowing down. It wouldn't okay really okay. buck forward. So at it all. didn't prevent you from doing compression braking. No, that's good. I it like did that. a little bit. Oh, more than my bike does. Okay, and it's nine hundred, so it should have theoretically. And as a triple, there's plenty of torque on that engine. Hmm. I would have assumed more engine braking. Okay, but it didn't limit. I mean, it limited it, but didn't stop it. Okay, so, okay. 
That was fine. Um, otherwise, it had the same. I mean, it still had that riotous acceleration that those 900s have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I we got into the spirited sections and every corner I would give, you know, make sure there was a little gap before I hit it and I would rip on it and go. It rode like a bike. It did. I that had is no, so weird. No noticeable change. It felt pretty darn stable in the corners. It it was good. I had I'm no still issues. trying to understand where this fits in. But, I think track okay. day it would be very limited in your lean. I think it. By do you default, think that it does? I think there there is a limit to what it will do. Really, I'm sure it is less than an R3 or R6. That would be interesting. Somebody look it up. But uh, get back to us before we go on. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it's. But for your just normal, even semi-spirited riding, yeah. I mean, I took a couple corners sharper than. You know, everyone else just because. And it, it felt like a motorcycle. I mean, I had no real noticeable change. That's interesting. Easy to ride, fun to ride, had tons fun of power. Fun to ride. You even use that word. That 900, is, that is all due to that power plant, though. The problem I have is that. But it's it, a different tune. It is it is different. Slightly. Slightly. But the problem Why would I they keep is, changing this? There's got to be a significant change. So Why would they keep changing? Front heavy. Okay. That you couldn't even, I mean, you, you get no acceleration input from the front end, which is good because no it doesn't lift. acceleration input. I like when okay. the bike bucks back rocking. a little bit. Okay, it's not rocking. But the front right, suspension, yeah. those four shocks have enough rebound on them yeah. that, the, the, that the pressure inside of the shocks, there's four of them now, won't yeah. let it set yeah. up. Well, it's a dampener. I mean, that's what it's supposed yeah, to do. And it won't let it set up, okay. which is probably, you know, if I was on a straight track bike, mm-hmm. probably would be similar. Okay. Although I don't think it is. I watched MotoGP and those guys, you know, let off and roll on and the bikes sit down and squat. They do a little movement. Right. And then I can would not. I got around a corner real slow. We had that stop sign with the gravel. Okay. Got around it. And then I just ripped first gear. Okay. I mean, I, I, I hit the rev limiter and held it there for a yeah. second to the point that I'm surprised no one yelled at me. I just full throttle as open as I could get it. And it just wouldn't. It wouldn't lift. To the point where the traction control was stopping me from breaking loose. It wanted to let the rear end go mm. off. Is there, before is there a button to turn that, on. that off? Traction control you can turn off. Did you? No, because after that I realized this is good. I had traction control on minimal. Okay. So it would let, well, it would okay, let so you it's wheel spin but not go down. you had been on the XSR 900, you'd been on the Tracer, yes. and you were it was doing wheelies in second, right? Yes. And this wouldn't do it? Not even in first. Nothing. There's too much weight up front. So the, really? the the hooliganism of it, I'm sure that's a real word, was gone. Mm-hmm. The ability to just do something stupid for the fun of doing something stupid is gone. I think it would look weird doing wheelies anyway, but that's that's fair. The point. But I just wanted to see. I knew that the yeah. engine could do it. Yeah, and I could feel that it still had that power when you're kind of at, you know at 40 and you roll on. It yeah. still wants to get up and go. Okay. So there still had power as you're just carving through corners. So I thought, let's see. And I ripped on it there, and I got nothing. It could have had it could the tuning could be to prevent that. I mean, is it is this bike geared towards? It was less fun. New riders. I don't know that it is. I will also if it's say not this. stabilizing you anymore. I mean, I I really don't get it. Did it feel more planted in the corners? Yeah, but Did I it? drive an eighty two. I ride an eighty two. Okay, you just been on the, you, you had just been on the R three. Yeah, yeah. Did it, it did. feel more planted in the corners? It did. It, more weight. I mean, it, it felt like I couldn't. But. It felt like no matter what I did, I couldn't get the front end loose. Really, it did feel very heavy in the front. 
Do you normally feel like you can get the front end loose? Yeah, I've normally on any bike I ride, I feel like if I take if I grab way too much throttle, ABS or not, mm-hmm. I can make that front end chirp out on me. Really? I don't okay. think on that one it felt heavy in the front to like okay. these tires are planted. Yeah. I mean it was you know, it was so heavy, it looked heavy in the front. It felt heavy in the front. Um it felt not dissimilar to what mine feels like in the front with mm-hmm. its big fairing. You're right with the fairing comment. Except that it had so much more power that it was a lot more fun to ride. Okay. Um, fun to ride. That word again. That's interesting. Oh, it's fun. Well, if you're just going down the highway, I think okay. it is a. It would be a great touring bike. Okay. And how much is this bike? Isn't it? I think it's fourteen. Okay. Okay. Which isn't a ton of money. Wait, wait, wait. So how much is XSR? for a nine hundred touring? The XSR is nine. Okay. The FJR, which is a much closer brother to this, okay. which has the fair, um, a smaller fairing and okay. bags, okay. is 12, 11.5, I think. Oh. For the fully tuned FJ, sorry, I said FJR, FJ09. I was just going to correct you, but that's fine. Okay. The FJ09 so, is. Wait, wait. So why would you spend another couple grand? I, I think if you're just touring, then why wouldn't you? It's a little more why fairing. Why wouldn't you? It's That's a little more fairing. It's a little, I think if you're going 75 and you're not a confident rider and you want to go up Cabbage Hill mm-hmm. and you don't want to worry about slipping out underneath in a slightly gravelly area with your front end kicking out. Yeah. Cause that, if you lose a half second of traction on your rear tire, it'll catch back and it'll just scare you a little bit. Yeah. If you lose a half second of front, front of traction on your front tire, you go down. Right. You low side and it's over. Yeah. And that's yeah. just how it works. If you okay. get close enough to saving it, you're then going to high side because yeah. it's going to buck you over the other side. Okay. And you won't have that nearly as easily on this bike. I'm sure you can still do it, mm-hmm. but it is definitely a more planted front end. That's interesting. That's cool. And it felt more planted. Now, I, personally, I don't want one. What? Okay. So what about the other guys that you saw riding the Nikons? What was there? A lot of people complained about Perception. the uh, RPM input. Oh, that you were just with talking gear about. shifts. A lot okay. of people had the same complaint that it just—if you want to ride it the way you want to ride it, it doesn't let you. It wants you to be where it wants you to be in those RPMs. It doesn't That's want you to RPM match and play with it on your own, which often made me, you know, kick the throttle into a weird spot every time because it wouldn't run up where I wanted it to. Okay. Uh, it also felt—I don't know if it was also just a setup issue, but it felt like there was a lot of slack in the mm-hmm. throttle mm-hmm. that made it hard to modulate that initial start. Do you think they messed with the bike? For this event? I don't think they did. No. It seems weird if they had, but... I just wonder how much setup went into the same thing that if you go to a dealer, they set it up, their their technicians set it up and get it going. You'd think that these would be top of the line. So how many miles were on this? I think they all had a couple hundred, 800 miles on most of these bikes. They've been around the country a little while, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. For short three-mile rides or whatever well, this we is. Went, it was about a 20-something mile ride. Was it? was it? 45 minutes on the bike each time. That's actually not bad. It was a really good ride. Yeah, how much? How long to the were point we where on the bike? By the end of the R three, I was done. My wrists were tired. Oh, it, I don't like that seating position. I'm good. I was ready to be off. Okay, I would have kept riding if it were mine, but I was ready to try something else. Yeah, it was yeah. enough leaning on my. Especially yeah. so with the Nike, and I will also say this: coming in, traffic started picking up. It was three thirty, three forty. Traffic started picking up, and uh, at five miles per hour, it felt significantly more stable. At low, low speeds, it felt like it didn't want to let you tip. Because really? now you had two rotating masses in the front that aren't in line with your rear. So you have right. almost a little miniature tripod of rotating masses. Mm-hmm. And I, I definitely felt that. Traffic got bad. We had uh, you know, an ambulance went by. And a couple moments where we were just 
you know, idling forward, basically. Yeah. And that bike felt planted idling forward. Okay. To where I had no desire to put my feet down mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. There would be no reason in heavy traffic to ever duck foot that bike. Okay. You, it would That's hold fair. itself up real clean. Okay. So it doesn't help when you're at a stop, but once you get a little rotation, it wants to stay up more than most. That's interesting. Okay. Okay. So what bike? For the same reason it wasn't as flickable into the corners. Sure. Sure. It was definitely a heavy front end, and that. Oh yeah, that's fair. You couldn't just throw it into the corner. But like as far as three. pressing in, but you can make it do it. You press in, but just like a it normal was more, bike. Yes, but it was more of a wrestle with that one okay. than than it just you know give it a little input and it wants to throw into a corner. Mm. No, you had to kind of push it into the corner. So, what bike were people getting off of that they were most excited about? I think the most excitement came from the MT-10, probably. Everybody really? seems to love that bike. I think it's because it's a surprising amount of power. Really? I mean, you don't have to try hard, and it'll just pick up a tire. Well, people were doing it. Was anybody getting after him? Or no, they, they didn't good? seem to notice. He was in the middle of the pack right in front of me, and every single time he would switch gears or there'd be a little gap. It was just a little, you know, inch off the ground, if that. Mm-hmm. Enough that he compressed the rear, you know, decompressed the front fully every time. Yeah. Got a little lift and brought it back down every time. I don't yeah. know if it was just that was a skill level thing or if it was a, you know, I, if he w- would have gone higher if he knew how or I don't know. But it was it was fun. Okay. Bunch of good bikes. They did a good job. I Kudos to Yamaha Corporate. The ride was really good. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's great. amazing. Yeah, that's the guys leading important. it weren't being ginger about it. They yeah. Were, I, mean, I talked to Ashley a couple times after and just, you know, let him know that. It was nice to, you know, not necessarily ring the bikes out, mm-hmm. but to feel that they can. I'm really disappointed. You didn't go? Yeah. That I and that and you didn't get any interviews. Yeah, I should have. So there that, wasn't much time. I could have talked to I did sit down and talk between bikes. Talked to one dude that just got off he just sold to some big victory octane or some big big bore eighteen or seventeen hundred CC okay. victory. Okay. And is now looking for a smaller touring bike and wanted to get on to the Tracer or the XSR or one of the 900s. Yeah. What did he think? And he, uh, I think he ended up on the Tracer. He was saying it was it was so much more power. Like, going from 1700 to 900, he thought it was a much more fun bike. Right. Which, I, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he also had mentioned, and I don't remember which Victory model it is. I don't know that it was the Octane. I can't remember. Um, I, his interesting, his most interesting comment is that the victories were built for style and not comfort. And he went off a couple times about how that was the least comfortable bike he's ever ridden. Okay. That interesting. It was the hardest suspension because it was just a short, tiny little spring and preload and it just didn't have room to really move. Yeah. So he hit any bump and he just felt every bit of it. Like that, those victories he said are just not, whatever he had was not a comfortable bike. Okay, so just I guess it depends on what kind of riding you're going to do as well, whether you want that stiff suspension. That's fair. Maybe if you're just going was, on the freeway, maybe it was 85. performance and styling was what Victor and I don't know. I'm just speaking off the cuff here. Maybe that was their uh, mo. And sure, if you want a super comfortable just cruising bike, you're not going to have that. Yeah, I think it works Interesting. out. Yeah. But uh, good time. I'm disappointed you didn't come. You didn't, but I didn't me. expect you to be there. So you didn't I invite I'm me. Not. We could have done it over lunch, it sounds like. Yeah, it was a good, you know, 40 minutes there and then three hours of waiting just to get on two bikes. I have a Lattice gift card in my pocket for well, the next time. Lattice. We... I know. I'm just telling you. And how far away is that? Oh, sure. Yeah. You're saying we go there. and Yes. Yeah, we don't do rides there. 
two 45 minute rides plus an hour of waiting. It was, it was, yeah, it sounds like the perfect lunch. Yeah. It was the better part of the afternoon. Yeah. But it was good. I'm glad I did it. Oh, I'm, I now understand the Nikon and know that I don't want one all yeah. at the same time. Yeah. If someone that does though, I'm less critical. Okay. It's a fun bike. I still want a 900cc Yamaha Triple. I rode the worst edition of one, if you ask me, for fun, which is the Nikon, and still want one. Still want one. Still had a great time. Still would like to... The uh, most expensive one is the one that you... Least like? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't... It was just, I don't know. Around town... some interesting words to describe the bike. I'll say that. It's too big for the city. Okay. Despite being a 900, it's too big for the city. Well, and everybody in the city was giving you funky looks. Sounds yeah, like. it was. Every car we passed wasn't caring about the other bikes, but definitely was staring down the other Nike and myself. Wow. Which I don't blame. It's uh, any. I mean, I put it up on Instagram not too long after riding, and that was basically every comment from both people that knew me and asked, you know, sent a text about it, as well as comments on Instagram. So is I can't believe that you bought that. You're an idiot. No, everybody knew it was demo ride. I wrote, I gave a little, oh, little oh, blurb. Fine, but uh, yeah, it gets weird, you know, weird looks, weird comments because it is just a, a not a very typical bike. Okay, but it was well, fun. I'm glad you shared about that, man. That's awesome. Sounds like you had a great weekend. Great Friday. Got to go out with the kid. Went out and checked out some bikes at the Yamaha place. Worked on some bikes in the garage, including tearing apart. Your parts GL500. I mean, you, you've had a great weekend. It was a good motorcycle Father's Day weekend. That's awesome. So it was good. I'm wishing that it was still going and wasn't at work today, but you know, you gotta, gotta pay the bills too. So yeah, that's fair. Here I am. Well, yeah, you there got some extra vacation. Just use those next time. Yeah, it's harder to use vacation than ever before. Seems to be a pretty common, common thing amongst those that work at the same place for a while. Yeah. Longer you're there, the harder it is to get away. Yeah, just make it happen. Yeah, it'll happen. I'll get okay. out and do more stuff. That sounds uh, great. Yeah, anyone else that wants a vacation from uh, from their day can check us out at at uh, slackermoto.com, slackermoto radio. Uh, we appreciate all of the comments we've gotten. We appreciate everyone who's listening. Uh, we've had a lot yes, of downloads in the last month. It's been awesome. Yes. Uh, thank you to everyone. Uh, we need someone. If you know anyone in Montana <laughs> and... Uh, and Nevada, we're still looking for those states to be filled with a few downloads. So okay. let them know that we're here. And wait, wait, wait! Did we get every other state? No, but there's a weird Why'd hole you call there those on the two? west coast. Okay, whatever. Because we've got most of the west coast and a good portion of the east coast have those that are listening and have listened, uh, listen there. But that's just a giant hole between those two states that have. I don't know anybody in those states, so. Reach out to the community to to get your friends in those states to show up, so we can have that map. Maybe I'll post the map on. Uh, on Patreon, so everybody can kind of see what we're talking about. I'll have my brother drive to Montana. He's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> but Come on, uh, Chris. We appreciate that. We appreciate the comments and the emails and all of the communication we've gotten, the feedback. Thanks to everyone who's listening. Uh, it's awesome to know that people are listening and to, that are enjoying it, and we yeah. love doing it. Uh, if you want to support us, we can. Uh, you know, we appreciate any support we can get there on the Patreon page. Yeah. Talked about that a little bit last episode, but just go to patreon.com. Uh, and go ahead and search Slacker Moto Radio, S-L-A-K-R. Yeah, become a friend. It'll, uh, yeah, become a friend. It'll show up and uh, and you can help us keep the lights on. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we hope everybody has a wonderful week ahead of them. Have a great weekend coming up. Keep riding those motorcycles. Yeah, until then, ride on. Mm-hmm.